Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio, shop, and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located at 12th and Lincoln Ave in the heart of Prospect Park. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our listeners joining us from their corner of the world. Today, we'll be talking all about journeys. So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. Hi, ladies. Hey, hi. How are you? Good. I'm excited to be chatting with you today. Um, So let's start with what's on our needles. And we're switching it up today. So I think we'll go reverse alphabetical per Brianna's instructions. Yes. (laughs) Living life dangerously here. We're being spontaneous. I get one (laughs) go. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so that means I'm up first. Well, the answer is still the same. We're, we're still in newborn phase here. We're just in survival mode. So if anybody else out there listening is in survival mode, I'm with you. Knitting will happen again. And we can see Henry. He's looking at us right now. It's so cool. He's so cute. All right. Oh, wait, I'm next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is weird, guys. I don't know if I like it. Um, So I finished something this week. I finished the heel tab sock, and it looks phenomenal. Um, The pattern that we're doing is really, really cool for the foot. I had so much fun with it. It was just enough chart work that I needed to keep track, um, but not too much that it got confusing. So it's really like a perfect balance, Um, and I'm making them for my mom. So Trisha DuPont, if you're listening to this. You got something coming your way, girlfriend. Um, so, so I'm excited. And then I started the red riding slippers, which um, I'm having a lot of fun with. So, really, they're good too. Yeah, the way they're the way that they're um, you know knitted is really cool. There's a lot of technique in there. So I think you know if you're looking for a class that will teach you a lot, that's a really good construction class. You won't be bored. There's definitely lots to learn. <laughs> Nice. Love it. That, that's, that project is not really big, but yet it gives you a lot of good learning and two pieces. All right. So mm-hmm. this is Kathy, Natalie, don't feel badly. I had to write our alphabet down backwards. So I knew when it was my turn to go. So I'm, I'm, not the only one. I'm cued in now. Um, so what is on my knitting needles is um, actually I am making good progress on the plume. That's the poncho and I got Gage and I am starting it Tonight or tomorrow, but I did get Gage for the memories cardigan, which I'm super excited to be knitting. And it is, I'm using the ultra wool hand paint, which I'm loving. So I'm very excited. That's what's on my needles. I can't wait to see the colors. Like with the pictures of the ultra wool hand paint are so beautiful. I'm so excited to see that knitted up. That's what's been so fun about it too. Is It's just like, you just, it is a hand paint. So it's the randomness. And it makes you want to keep taking one more stitch, one more stitch, one more stitch. It's very cool. All right. And I have three projects on my needles right now. Um, I'm still working on the Tea Time How, which has been really fun. And um, I started the coasters, um, slowly working on that one. And my friend um, yesterday actually asked me if I could knit a rear view mirror charm and it's a little llama. So I'm kind of, I I couldn't find a pattern. She had sent me a picture of ones that she found on Etsy. Um, They're coming from Europe and she needs them like next week. Um, So I'm 
a little bit of trial and error because I cannot find a pattern of a llama that small. So we'll see what happens. That sounds like so much fun. And just having fun with making it. You've yeah. got me thinking about something on the next schedule, on the current, well, the schedule classes that will be starting on May 12th. We have the charms class that we're doing with that whole collection. Any one of those could be rear view mirror charms. Yeah. I mean, the picture that she sent me had like um, a crochet chain for like the loop to go around. Yeah. You could use, you could use anything. You could even do like a little eye cord or that, crochet chain. That is so cool. All right. Really cool. All right, so we can jump into our first question. We're doing rapid fire questions. Well, not rapid fire, we can get deep about it, but we're doing a, a series of questions today. The first one is, where has your favorite journey taken you? All right, well, I'm up first, and this is a really deep topic today, journeys. Um, for me, my answer is Delaware County because out of all of us here right now, I'm the only one that's not from here. I'm from Maryland originally. Um, so through different life cho choices and decisions and everything, I actually ended up here in Delaware County near with my husband and now my family. So um, for me, it's, it's Delaware County. That's pretty cool. That makes me so happy because we're all from here, so we don't yeah. realize what that is, but coming here is a journey. Mm-hmm. Very That's cool. really nice. I love that. Um, for me, my favorite journey had, was my boyfriend and I took a road trip a few years ago. Wow. It's crazy that that was a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun road trip. He actually started in Maine. I met him in Connecticut. And then we rented a car and drove from Connecticut to San Diego. And it was really cool because I got to see a lot of parts of the country that I had never seen before and probably wouldn't have if we weren't driving through it. So it was actually, it was really, really cool. And I would definitely do it again. That, you know, Natalie, when I was thinking about this topic, you and Chris jumped right into my head, of course, because you guys shared such amazing pictures. I mean, you were creating your own memories, but I think you created memories for all of us to remember how special that was. So that was so cool. You're, you lived, a, you lived a lot of people's dreams. Um, that's so neat. So, okay. So Ed and I love a good road trip and, um, our favorite journey I want to say was when we did what we called the tour de ville. It was our 25th wedding anniversary. And, um, we started off by driving across Pennsylvania to Pittsburgh and, and visit it with Gusty and Ryan, which was fun of course to kick it off got to knit with her and sit outside, but then it took us to Louisville, Nashville, and Asheville. So it was like this big loop and we just had a great time. We just, in that little, little bit of our country, we got to do a lot of different things. So I have to say the Tour de Ville was our favorite so far. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, mine was a trip. I actually took a solo trip this time this three years ago um it just it actually the pictures pop up on my snapchat in my memories um and it was this week three years ago that i took my solo trip to um shenandoah national park in virginia and it was so much fun i 
I highly recommend going on a trip by yourself. It was when I was not attached to anybody and none of my friends could or wanted to come. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. And I did what I wanted to do for a whole week. I got to hike all of these awesome mountains and oh, see the beautiful views of Shenandoah. And it, it was the nicest national park I've ever seen and I would totally go back, but that was my, my favorite journey. Brianna, I can't believe that's three years ago, first of all. I want to go back so bad. <laughs> I, it, like, it looked amazing, and I have to say, I've been thinking a lot about taking a solo trip because Chris is taking vacation without me this year, and I was like back and forth about whether I wanted to do it, but I literally thought about you going on that vacation, and I was like, I'm going to channel Brianna, and I'm going to do it, because it's going to be great and I just need to get over it and do it. And I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll plan it for you. Oh, that would be fantastic because I hate planning things. There you go. As you the know, planner. <laughs> that is the planner. Exactly. Can you plan this trip for me, please? You know, as you're talking about that too, that's such a great life experience. I think to realize that you can independently solo go do this. I, I think it's great. You know, what, last night I was wrapping up class and we were talking about, you know, anybody making some plans, but, you know, it feels like we've, you know, we're becoming, everything is out there is becoming new again. And this one of our knitters who had a milestone birthday last year, which couldn't do anything, um, has decided that at the end of the school year this year, they're a teacher. They are taking a six week road trip. They've mapped it out and um, they're going from here to the West coast and back. And this person is married, but their spouse doesn't want to do six weeks. And probably maybe their work doesn't permit them to do that either to be gone for that period. Yeah. So this person will be on the journey a bit by themselves and a bit with their, their spouse meeting them. I just think like for me, who's been married for 32 years on this, like that is pretty cool. Like yeah. let's take a vacation. I'll go for one week by myself and then we'll do the second week <laughs> I love that idea. I might steal that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like going to the mountaintop. You just need to be a little bit by yourself. And absence makes the heart grow fonder. We all know that. So uh, I think that's cool. All right. I love that. All right. The next question is, what is your favorite knitting journey? All right. So my favorite knitting journey has been the beginner class. That first class when you sit there not knowing anything and at the end of it you have a scarf is like the most memorable knitting journey I've ever taken. It was just so cool to know that I started off not knowing a craft and, in, and then I left knowing how to knit and purl and I just felt so proud of myself at the end of that one. That will always be my favorite class. I love that. I love our beginner class so much. Yeah. I'm so glad that Stephanie took the beginner class and can remember it because I don't know about you, Natalie, but I was so little when I started that I don't have memories before I was 12. So the only thing I remember are like vague, like pictures in my head about like kids summer camp. And I know what my poncho looks like, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> so I'm like, like, Stephanie remembers. I even remember Kathy in the front of the class saying, um, 
Now in the knitting shop, we don't use spit. So when you need to thread your tapestry needle, this is how we do it. We do not use spit in the knitting shop. And if you spit, I'm not touching it. Did I say that too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were very adamant about the spit situation. <laughs> See, we always are. We always are at the highest level of cleanliness at the knitting shop right. <laughs> and etiquette. <laughs> I love it. Um, so for me, one of my favorite knitting journeys. I'm kind of obsessed with this idea of like how things recycle throughout their lifetime. Like I, I'm a dork about it. Like I love used books because I think it's so cool that someone else read it before I used it. Um, and one of my favorite knitting journeys was when we were actually in Kids Knit, Brianna, you might remember this, years ago, we were making the Wonderful Wallaby sweater out of the yarn called Perfection, and I was working with a light purple, and of course, true to my 13-year-old self, I did not finish that sweater. I got halfway, and I stopped, and it sat for about 10 years. And then one, one year when we were going to the trade show, I picked it up, I tore it out, and I started um, making it into the weekender. Um, and it's actually one of like the sweaters that I finished in my lifetime. Um, and I just think it's every time I wear it, I think it's so cool that I bought this yarn so long ago and had a totally different idea for it. And then I actually ended up tearing it back and using it and making it into something completely different. I think it's so cool that we have control over that in our knitting and it can be so versatile. So every time I wear it, I'm just like, wow, I did that. I have power in, in knitting. I feel empowered by my knitting. It's cool. That is cool. And just, just think about that yarn. Like when you got that yarn, that yarn thought it was gonna be a wallaby. And then it was just like, like um, the Velveteen Rabbit. It was just pushed aside for a while. And then all of a sudden it became like, the sweater like that yarn must feel like look at this she thought it was gonna be this now it's that and she loves me again so yeah i chose i chose that yarn <laughs> <laughs> all right so my knitting journey is always going to be a sweater i just love every element about a sweater i um and I, we were wrapping up a class recently and we i just sat back and went through every step of that sweater and um because a sweater is a journey. It takes time. It takes a couple of months. For us, on average, our classes is like a three-month or four-month sweater. So that by the time you finish your sweater, I think sometimes you just realize, you go, oh, yeah, I knit that sweater. I really like it, and I'm going to wear it. Um, but then when you sit back and you start from the very beginning and realize what, where that journey started, it started with a gauge swatch. And then step by step by step, it became a sweater. And when I like literally bullet pointed the techniques on that sweater, there was like 12 bullet points that, so it's, it's kind of like a good road trip, you know, it just give me another destination. I'll get there and then tell me where we go next. So that's mine, a sweater. Yeah. My, oh, my knitting journey. The first thing that came to mind was a, one particular project that I did and it was a lace shawl in lace weight yarn doubled I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about I don't even remember the name of the pattern because at the time it was very traumatizing <laughs> it was just something that at the time was not in my knitting skill warehouse and I struggled through that project I remember just tearing it out starting again over and over and like 
after every few rows, something would be off and the pattern was totally wrong and it was obvious. And I am not somebody that would go back for a mistake, but it was, it was bad enough that like you couldn't even continue unless you fixed it. And it took me a long time to finish it. But when I finally did, it was like, it was like hiking up a mountain, I swear. <laughs> Once you get to like the top and it's done and you get to blocking it and it comes off that blocking board, it was just like, holy crap, I I did that. Like, I don't know how I did that, but I did it. And now I feel like I can do anything. And after that project, I literally felt like I could do anything. And I feel like I can now. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. crazy because I feel like, sorry, Kathy. No, sorry. No. <laughs> um, I feel like knitting is such a good visual representation of what we can accomplish, like what we can overcome and what we can do when we think like, you know, this is out of my wheelhouse. Like I can't do cables. Like I looked at this pair of slippers, not even going to lie before I started. And I am an experienced knitter. I was a little nervous to start them because I didn't want to mess up. And I had to tell myself like, it's okay if you mess up, like you'll just take it back and do it again. Um, but like at the end, when I see it, I'm going to be like, yeah, I did that. And you know what? Now I can teach someone else how to do it. Yeah. It's cool. That's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. It's you know, definitely like where I was thinking with that too is we finish that, we reach the peak of that mountain and then you're like, okay, well give me a higher mountain. Let's go for this. <laughs> no, like, Hey, <laughs> that's what we do. Like, Brioche, bring it on. That's right. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. That's well, one more, one more rapid right, fire. So our third, yeah. Yeah. We'll do the last one. It's deep. It's very deep but it's about what is your life journey? My life journey. Oh, I don't even, I don't even know. At this point in my life, I'm just trying to get to dinner time or bedtime, just trying to get to bedtime. That's my life journey right now. Can I get some sleep? Um, I, I don't, I really don't know. I haven't really put much thought past the weekends, to be honest with you. Um, that's kind of where I am. And I am such a planner in my life that if you had asked me that same question, probably 10 years ago when I was working in the corporate world, I would have such a detailed answer for you. Um, but now where I am in life, bedtime, that's my life journey, bedtime. <laughs> you know what this, Stephanie, that is so refreshing and it's good for all of us to realize that, you know, Every phase of life, it presents different moments. And I think that there's something so special about a life full of, I just need to stay in the moment. And mm -hmm. I, I, was, I did my yoga class today. And I said to add, like, today that hour flew by. And it was because I literally was like, I want to really focus. I want to stay in the moment. And I realized that that is a goal. You have to be aware of that. You really have to work at staying in the moment. I think it's refreshing to go, I just want a good night's sleep. That's great. <laughs> I want to make it to bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like mine's the, kind of the same, Stephanie. True, truthfully, like I am such a planner in my life. Um, I always know what my next move is going to be. I always know where I want to be. 
but I've been really challenging myself recently to just take it a day at a time. And more importantly, to chase the things that I want, because I feel like sometimes if you plan out what's going to happen, you, you're striving towards something that at some point you might stop really wanting. You know what I mean? Like you kind of are halfway there and then you're like, am I really doing this for me anymore? You know, or am I doing this to live up to an expectation that I set for myself? So I've just been trying to control the little things in my life, like just letting it like go by the wayside and like doing the things I want to do. Like, I don't know, I want to do it at Barnes and Noble. So I went to Barnes and Noble or, you know, I woke up today and I wanted to wear bright pink. So I did, or Things, things like that. Or like, I really wanted a grilled cheese at lunch today. So I made one because even though it wasn't what I made for myself this morning, I still wanted it at the moment. So I might as well eat it. I just, that's what I've been focusing on for like the last month or so. And I have to say, I have, it has improved the quality of my life. I am having a great time. You know what? Be true to yourself. And it, and again, at every stage of our lives, but especially in our younger days, it's, it's that authenticity, being true to yourself, because you've got to be happy. Um, but that's cool. Okay, so I think my life journey right now is to continue to learn. I really, like this last year has encouraged us to learn and do so many, do, to do things with new ways. And I have to say, I've enjoyed everything I've learned. There's just, I don't think there's one thing that we've learned that I haven't enjoyed. You know, again, I was, Evan and I had a little walk today and I, I mentioned to him, you know, yes, there's things I do miss, of course. There's things that we all miss over this last year. But on the other hand, I don't regret anything new that I've learned. So I am enjoying the learning piece of life right now. And I just want to keep learning. I want to keep learning. I think for somebody my age, I'm in a different age category. What I find with, with learning is that, um, It'll keep me from, I think the continued learning keeps you youthful. It keeps your, keeps you, so I, I don't want to get old. I mean, old happens. It just happens because after a while, your skin does sag and your hair does turn gray and you don't have a waist anymore, but you can keep that youthful perspective. I think if you continue to be willing to learn and go on. So I'm going to keep learning. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> It's so deep, Kathy. Thinking more existential, like almost like what you said, Natalie, but on a bigger level, when I was growing up and I feel like this just tends to happen when you're like high school, young adult, you feel like you have to have a plan for the rest of your life. Like this is what I'm going to go to school for. This is where I'm going to start my career. And this is like the track that I'm going to take to do whatever it is that I plan for myself. But especially the last year, but the last couple of years, really, I've been trying more and more to just really focus on the journey itself. Like we have, we talk about us all being planners um, in our lives. And I feel like I was doing that so much. It was making it so I couldn't, I couldn't progress in life and I wasn't enjoying anything. So my goal every single day is to enjoy something about it or enjoy the day as it comes. Um, you know, there's always going to be hard parts of life and the thing that I tell myself is 
you shouldn't make life harder than it already is because life is hard for everybody. And why, why do things that you don't want to do or, you know, you don't like to do? <laughs> why say yes to those things? Why put those things on your plate? Um, so I've been trying to say no to a lot of those things and yes to more things like Natalie, like these are the things that I want or like, you know, I'm going to really enjoy learning this new skill or whatever. Um, so my life journey is enjoying it. Wow. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> very inspired. I mean, very inspired. We all sort of tie together, but yet each one is individual. So that was cool. Yeah. I love that. It's like the other day I went to the grocery store and you know how like at the summertime, they always have the freeze pops like out front. Like the ones that are are, for, are melted and you put them in your freezer and they freeze. Like the old school ones you got at Glen Olden Pool when you were little. <laughs> I saw them. There's a pack of 50. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting them. Mm -hmm. So my life advice coming out of this podcast is buy the freeze pops. Just do it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we got the other day um, when I was getting our food order from Giant, um, they had our favorite popsicles. Ed and I like popsicles. And we we didn't have them at all last year because I don't think we knew how to get them last year with everything going on. So we just had, we're having them again tonight with these, we love popsicles. And I said, it's officially summer. I feel like when we start to put popsicles in the freezer, the flavor ice, get the flavor ice. Yep. Yeah. The best. All right. Well, is that everything, guys? Have we have we given enough life advice to the world today? <laughs> well, so I have a little funny story about climbing a mountain because you all kept talking about this mountain of life that you're climbing. Brad and I were in Italy and we decided we were going to go for a little small hike up a mountain. Yeah, probably should have done more research. People were in like legit hiking gear. And we were in like sneakers and like had a granola bar each and like a bottle of water to share between the two of us. And this is when we were engaged. So we're hiking up this mountain, hours are going by, the trail is looking less and less like a trail and more like just the mountains. Our cell phones don't work because we're in Italy. And I could have sworn I saw like bear poop. In my head it was bear poop. And Brad's trying to convince me there's no bears. And I'm like, we're in the woods. There's definitely a bear. And I really thought I was going to die being eaten by a bear and being really, really mad at my fiance and never even getting to marriage. Um, so <laughs> we did make it to the top. I mean, people were passing us. They, they must have been like, oh my goodness, these Americans, what were they thinking? Um, we did make it to the top and we found out that we were on the wrong trail. We were, we, we veered off and we took the advanced trail, not the easy trail. Um, so in life, we literally took this mountain that you all were talking about figuratively. We, we made it to the top and we did make it to the bottom. 40,000 steps on my Fitbit that day. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my we gosh. still got married and now we have two kids. So it did work out for us. But um, <laughs> there was a moment that I thought I was just going to, I was just going to, you know, because he was supposed to plan this easy trail and it was not easy the oh. ultimate test of a relationship i that could be like a premarital climbing an actual mountain Don't climb a mountain yeah <laughs> oh my goodness i'm trying to do that in some cultures like if you're gonna live together for the rest of your lives you have to do this crazy thing together 
Oh, oh my goodness. 40,000 steps. I was like, I, I can't even, I just wanted to sleep for days. Oh gosh. Wow. That's journey. great. That's great. <laughs> All righty guys. Um, is there any updates we need to give about the store? Anything exciting going on? Anything fun? Well, today's a big day. Today we are wrapping up the first semester of the calendar. Um, I guess we should call it a trimester because this is, we do three calendars. So at eight o'clock tonight, we'll be teaching the last class of the first four months of this year. And um, I don't know, I just feel like that's a big milestone. So cheers. I, it's been great. And I think that everybody's participation and learning has been phenomenal in our live Zoom classes. So that's a big milestone. Um, other than that, what we'll be is we'll be off schedule now for the next 12 days. We'll be looking at our online store because that's open 24-7 and we're happy to help you with that. We'll be answering emails, but we won't be at the shop for curbside or for voicemail. So that's us. So we're kind of unscheduled for the next uh, 12 days or whatever that is. I don't even know. I've lost track of time already. It's vacation. It's time to buy the freeze pops. <laughs> it's time to buy the freeze pops. I want to get a blue one. I definitely want a blue freeze pop. I love that. I love so that. Best. Blue tongue. The best. All right. So let's wrap it up. If you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out finallythenittingcorner.com. Follow us on Instagram at finallythenittingcorner and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find us. So hopefully, hopefully you've finished your drink by now because it is time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.